Hello. F words. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Welcome to Death Metal. Man, I've been having a good day. Yeah. Because I uh, woke up this morning, started looking at my phone a little bit, and I saw that Jerry Falwell Jr. is in a big heap of trouble. Yep. He's uh, you didn't know who Jerry Falwell was, uh-uh. but he's like, uh, he's a big time evangelical figure. He was involved in politics. He was on a bunch of like daytime TV shows defending Christianity, televangelist, like a kind of a fat fuck, but well known, huge figure. Sure. I think he was like hanging out with uh, George Bush Sr. and shit a whole bunch. Hell yeah. But his son owns Liberty University, or was the CEO of Liberty University, something like that, which is Rush Limbaugh always talks about it, but it's a Christian, I don't know, is right wing, do you call Republicans right wing? Is that the right thing? Yeah, I guess. So it's yeah, like a Christian right wing university. Try, I guess to basically they try to formulate like mega pastors and... Uh, if evangelical leadership, shit like that. That's the whole mission of the school. Which has got... That's cuck vibes right there. Fuck yeah, man. And like real cuckold. Like someone's banging your wife. Yeah. Which, that's why he's in trouble. Because he started a business with a guy that was going to the college. He was 20 years old. Seven years ago. And he started going to their house and going to their vacation houses. Which, of course, why, you know, a preacher shouldn't have two vacation homes. Yeah. Even, a, I'm sure the the Bible says something about being, like, pious and shit when you're... Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to be wealthy. <sighs> yeah, but that's the only reason why you get in that game, I feel like, yeah. man. I really feel like that's the end of the road for me. Yeah, you just gotta... Nothing works out. I just, just want to be the dude in the suit slapping the Bible behind you. Hyping <laughs> 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 it up. <laughs> um... Screaming amen at everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, amen. One time. Um, so, yeah, he was going to their vacation homes and stuffing his wife in front of him. Nice. Falwell Jr. would sit in the corner and watch this younger guy bang his wife out. Ooh. Which, look, dude, I don't like to – I mean, if you listen to the show, you know, whatever weird thing you're into, I'm supportive of it. As yeah. long as you're fucking – Having a good time with your genitals? Hell yeah, dude. But I don't understand. And if you're the... Maybe someone out there can help me understand. I'm sure. Sure we have listeners that are into this. Yeah. I mean, it's a, we got some real freaks out there. <laughs> yeah, but you were, I was, we were talking about it, and you, you said it's super common, which I 100% believe. Yeah, I mean, it you hear is. About, people get busted for it all the time. Yeah. And when I say busted, it's just like... People, the only time you can get busted for doing off-color sex things is when you care. Yeah. So when you're like an evangelical Christian, like if you were just an animal and you had a bunch of money, like John McAfee, if he was married and someone was fucking his wife, no one would... Yeah. It wouldn't be a story. Yeah, exactly. It's like, of course they are. Yeah. (laughs) He's an animal. There's no like Christian morals behind it. That's why it's not a... Exactly. So it's taboo for Falwell to do it. But that's the one... I don't... I could not... I'm sure it's immature and a human thing that you're supposed to 
conquer, especially when you're like an artsy type motherfucker like we yeah. are. But I couldn't imagine someone banging my wife. Yeah, I mean, and, even, and especially just like watching, dude, and being like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> I understand piss drinking yeah. more than sure watching somebody else fuck my wife. I would way rather yeah. drink piss. Yeah, if someone came to my house with an automatic weapon and said, two choices: one, this guy bangs your wife, and you watch; two, you chug this cup of piss. Piss. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I used to work with this dude, this black dude, and his this uh there's a guy, he's still around. Everybody's heard tales about him, but he's a FedEx guy, he's an older guy. Yeah. And him and his old lady are like swingers, but he does that. He'll like get he wants black dudes to fuck his wife in front of him and shit. I don't know, man. He said he just has them like dress up like they're robbing the, the FedEx house. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just break in and <laughs> And then he acts like he's like coming home from work. Hands up, motherfucker! I'm here for the pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then just fucking. Just like, left. I'm honey. I'm home. No, you're getting fucked by a, you get a huge guy again. Yeah. Tight. The, the dude. The dude was like the guy that was telling me about it. He was like, man. He said he had me come in with a ski mask on and told me that I had to like told me to make him sit down in the corner and watch me. And it was like a rape fantasy thing, and I was like, "This it's is always the corner, too." Dude. That's really, yeah, man. That's the only place you can watch. You can't He's, sit on the wall. No, nah, man, you're grounded. <laughs> you can watch. You put me. a dunce hat on. You can watch me. That would be. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, dude, the Lord does. He works in mysterious ways, man. He does. He does. But hey, this is part two. I guess it is only two parts. I. It's long. I feel like I'm going to get through. Last week was short. I didn't mean to cut it short like that. It just uh, kind of played out that way. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, just it's just a strange vibe all around for everybody, I think. Because I was lactating. Yeah. You know? You were lactating? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so tight, dude. Yeah, I wish, dude. I'd drink it. Yeah, I want some colostrum. I'll take the milk of friendship. Oh, <laughs> and you gotta, gotta get a beer bong uh, with a fucking double chug thing on it, man. So you hit with the tubes. lactate cups. Yeah, dude. Man, my only you did just not enough came out. Yeah, of the tit when it, my wife was milky. Yeah, you can't just sit there and slurp it up. Like it seems like a baby's getting a lot. But yeah, they, don't, they just it's they're just working, man. It's a baby. They don't get very much. They're just forming the they strength need, of their jaw. Yeah. Jaw screen. <laughs> snapping, baby. <laughs> yeah. Man, we went to the zoo. I'm going to get to Kemper real quick, sorry. But we went to the zoo in Memphis, and we saw three sets of animals fucking. Hell yeah. One was the bonobos, which of course. But they, like, went and got a snack. They came running back. They, like, all went to this back room. I guess it was snack time or whatever. They came back with snacks. And this one was just standing with his arm up. This girl just came and dropped it right in front of him, dude. Hell and yeah. I was like, well, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were, like, doing this shit where they fed birds. They had, like, a little stick with bird treats on it. Yeah. And right above where my kids were looking at, these two birds. I didn't know birds fucked. Yeah. Because they – but, yeah, it's you could see its whole – and the bird did Were they go flying in the about? Hole. No, they just sitting on a rope. Dude. Oh, okay. I was about to say, man. And he would, he would, he would just like pop in for a few pumps and then yeah. pump back out and then just hop in for a few more pumps. Was man, like... He's trying to fill it up, dude. It's <laughs> <That is> crazy. <laughs> the creamery, dude. <laughs> crazy. But yeah, speaking of weird creams, back to Ed Kemper. 
we left off in his period of escalation. He's obviously... I mean, he's already killed his grandparents. Then... I guess the thing we were torn about last week, and I've been thinking about it a lot this week, is when he was what they thought was rehabilitated, was that a sociopathic response that he used his fucking wits and charms to trick them into thinking he was okay to go out in society and really the whole time he was horny for murder? Yeah. yeah. Or was he really rehabilitated and then being thrust back into society? Oh, no, there's no way that dude was yeah. rehabilitated at all. Yeah. He, he just, just sat around and got Yeah, I mean, it's easy to, to go, well, that guy's probably schizophrenic, but he's, I mean, it's, that's what they just kind of threw on everything. Well, what I was thinking is that he probably, given all the time in the insane asylum, all the time to think, all the time to be alone, no contact with the outside world, he probably just sat there and got hornier and hornier and hornier for violence. And that's what we see a lot of times is when you get involved in your fantasy so deep, there becomes the disconnect between you're in your fantasy world or it's real-time happening. Yeah, and which is the most problem with every serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, so... But I think all that time away was probably worse for him. Yeah. Because it's just all that time to jerk and think, man. Fantasize about fantasizing. And he worked quick. He wasn't... Uh, wasn't like BTK, for example. Yeah. Where he would kill, make sure he got away with it, kill again, make sure he got away with it, kill again. Between May 1972 and April 1973, Kemper killed eight people. His MO was to pick up young female hitchhikers. Most of the time, students take them to isolated areas where he would shoot, stab, smother, or strangle them. So the whole toolbox is coming. Yeah. Which says to me... He's not coming in with a plan. He's taking opportunity. That many close together. Yeah. And then the various methods of getting it done. Yeah, well, you know, maybe it's, it's because he doesn't know what surrounding he's going to be when he kills. Like, you know, he, yeah. he probably doesn't want to be rushed. He probably wants to strangle him and, and feel him die. Yeah. But if it's like an area where he wants to get it done quick, he just shoots him probably. I mean, that's. Maybe. You know. Then he might be worried about the sound. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, he he gives us a lot of information, so it's not hard to say. It's hard to pop it out right now and not yeah. blow the whole episode by being like, here's for sure what happened. And you never know, too, with him if he's telling the truth or if he's embellishing to get the response he wants out of people. Because that is kind of what, in my opinion, what keeps him, when he's talking so much in prison, I think he, what kind of keeps him going and revs his motor is to just be able to make people think of him how he wants them to think of him. Yeah. Not so much that he's trying to be helpful. He just enjoys the manipulation. Yeah. So during his tenure of murdering, after he would dispose them in various ways, his favorite thing to do would be to take the body back to his house, decapitate them, rape the decapitated head. <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude, is that they hadn't invented flashlight. No. Until the late 90s. It's OG, man. It's the head. <laughs> so you had to take measures. And you don't want to, you know, put forth the effort to go into town, meet a lady, bring her back to your house. Yeah. You just got to make your own <laughs> flashlight. 
And he had sex with the corpse, of course. I mean, the, the body, once it was decapitated, which was the... That's almost... Uh, the whole thing, I mean, it's, it's beyond bizarre. Do you think he had a big fucking dick, though? Yeah. I mean, he had to. He does. He's a piece. I don't see it. Like, I think Ramirez... Who is... I can't... I think BTK had the biggest. There's, like, a chart of... Uh, I'm sure I could just Google it real quick. Serial killer dicks? Yeah. There's a, there's a chart of... Uh, <laughs> Serial killer penises, so I'll just give a quick. Uh, what serial killer had the biggest hog? <laughs> <laughs> man. I, man, I feel like Ed would probably have a big old, the biggest dick. Wait, is, so is Ed Kemper your guess for? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with that because he used to be kind of skinny, man. He's just tall, skinny white boys, and people got the big dicks. <laughs> I mean, well, Kemper's not skinny. He was for a little bit, and then he yeah, got Okay. I bet he's got a fire hydrant cock. All right. So Chickatillo had a five-inch hog. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. The, that's a, the average, right? The world, the penis average. Okay. But it, his wouldn't work, so. Was that flaccid? Because he couldn't get hard. Because if you got a five-inch soft, dude, you're, you're, you're going. You're banging it. You're slinging Ted Bundy had an eight-inch hog. That's not fair, dude. Yeah. He had it all. He did. Henry Lee Lucas had 5.5. Dahmer had a seven-inch piece of very respectable. That's nice, yeah. That's a cool one. Yeah. Ed Gein, 6.02 inches. Rodney Alcala, 6.3 inches. That guy's a crazy fuck. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Rader... 7.4, dude. 7. So, Ted Bundy, I can't believe BTK had a nice piece, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, but he doesn't have Kemper on there. I'm telling you, Kemper's got the biggest dick. I'll Google Ed Kemper penis size. They're going to take me to jail, dude. God. All the searching. It's got to be out there, right? Because he's dead. Yeah. Man. I'm telling you, dude, he's got to have, like, a fucking, like, Baby leg or some shit. Them fucking caster plaster serial killer dicks. He had a micropenis, dude. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes that makes sense too. Yeah. Huh. Wild man. Ugh. Yeah, he had a tiny dick. I was kind of hoping he was Peruvian. A small, ne- uncircumcised penis, dude. Damn. I was kind of hoping he had a Peruvian necktie going on with all those heads, like <laughs> pulling the dick down out through the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Getting ready for work. <laughs> Do you know how to tie this? <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, I'm trying to get ready. Can somebody help me? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it didn't violate the dead too much. Yeah. And, of course, after he had his fill, he would completely dismember the bodies. During the 11th month spree, he killed five college students, one high school student, his mother, and his mother's best friend. That's what we're going to go through this week. All right. Yeah. That's a ride, dude. It's a ride. Kemper stated in interviews that he often searched for victims after having arguments with his mother. She refused to introduce him to women attending the university where she worked. 
According to Kemper, she would say, you're just like your father. You don't deserve to get to know them. No pussy for you. God. <laughs> Psychiatrists and Kemper himself have espoused the belief that young women were surrogates for his ultimate target, his mom. Right on. Well, I mean, it makes sense from a psychology standpoint. Yeah. I mean, dude, he, was, he definitely wanted to have sex with his mom. Ooh. Definitely wanted to kill his mom. Yeah. Well, she she locked him in the basement. I mean, we talked about this last time, but I think he, like, because she was afraid that he was going to fucking rape his sister, you know? Here's a hard psychological question. I'm asking yeah. us both, not just, I'm not singling you out. Yeah. If he had a time machine, right? Uh-huh. And you could go back to when your mom was, like, at least young. Yeah. Would you? Fuck my mom? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Not even, <laughs> even think about it. <laughs> what if you just were like settling the score, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, just like, guess what? I'm your fucking son. Well, she, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like I'd be settling my own score, too. This is the best too. sex I ever had. Good. Yeah, I'm that, your child. <laughs> oh, I came from there. Yeah. God. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just didn't have a mom. She was sucked so bad and yeah. was so shitty when I was around her, I feel like just stepping on her head. And fucking her? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. You can't do that. I would go I would go back in time and make cause she had like she wasn't a good mom to the kids that she did have, but she kept them the whole time. Yeah. I would just go back in time and make one of them fuck her. Which Well, you got one that you could make do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He slobbed up. Yeah, cooked. Yeah, she did. Yeah, uh, I just said it. I don't think she was a good mom. Yeah, she did leave that fool in the car, and his brain burnt so much. Yeah, he's dude. Like Three year old. He's like thirty now. God, just slobbering. She fucking Betty Crockered his ass, man. Man, dude, like the one time that I had to be around her when my grandparents were like, "You got to go live with her." Yeah. He like spazzed out one time, and so I should have just let him go. He was like yeah. attacking her. She couldn't do anything, and so I had to like wrestle him into submission. Yeah. It was wild. He was so strong. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. They can't true. feel nothing, dude. <laughs> it's true, dude. They can't they feel a thing. Yeah. yeah, he was spazzing. I was like, man, chill the fuck out. Would you go back in time and fuck your retarded brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, dude. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to run a train on your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. May 7, 1972, Kemper was driving in Berkeley, California, when he picked up two 18-year-old hitchhiking students from Fresno State University, Marianne Peace and Anita Luchisa. The pretext, pretext, the pretits, that's like before the tits pop out. Yeah, and yeah. Like when they're just down to a bra. Yeah. You know, you pre-cum your pants. Yeah. They pre-tit their shirt. I hate pre-cum. Yeah. It's so sticky. <laughs> be sneaking out, dude. It's yeah. just a lube it up for you. Yeah. The pretext of taking them to Stanford University. After driving for an hour, he managed to reach a secluded wooded area near Alameda, California, with which he was familiar from all his work of the highway department. Without altering, alerting, Andy got my ass on that one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> This is a good time to shout out Andy for doing all the research for this one. Yeah. Uh, it's been great so far. Without alerting, uh, without Ed alerting his passengers that he had changed directions from where he wanted to go, 
he was able to hit him with the fucking flim flam because he knew all the roads. Yeah. Once he got into the woods, he handcuffed Peace and locked Lucessa in the trunk. Then stabbed and strangled Peace to death. Fuck. Then killed Lucessa the same fucking way. Kemper later confessed that while handcuffing Peace, he brushed the back of his hand against one of her breasts, and that embarrassed him. Oh. Oh, God, I can't believe... Oh, I'm... Oh. What does this mean? What a fucking square, you know? Yeah, he's a dork, dude. That's really... He's just a fucking... I touched a tit, but I'll fucking stab a gun. You know? Yeah. Go on, man. Yeah. So weird how it justified the dumbest shit. And also, it's so weird to me that he just stab him and then strangle him. Like, that's... Well, he's horny, dude. Yeah, but I mean, like... That's what he's horny for. Blood? Yeah, the violence, the, the violence. whole act, the yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking, he, I think that he, if he could kill him three or four times, that would be ideal for him. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, dude, when he's decapitating them and dismembering them, I'm sure he's fucking spazzing the whole time. Just fucking... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, they called me dumb and gay. Well, look now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you told me I couldn't have any pussy, Mom. I'm getting it. Yeah. Look at this. Hey, Ma. I hope you know who did it. <laughs> God. Yeah. What a... Doofus, though. Yeah. And so this is the best part. He goes, when he touched, he's handcuffing her. He's yeah. going to kill her. He knows. He's committed to the murder. Brushes the back of his hand on a tit and goes, whoops. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, the fuck, dude? Yeah. Are you still eating cereal and shit? Yeah. Chilling. Cartoons, probably. Yeah. Then, you know, five minutes later, stabbing her to death. Mm-mm-mm. So he threw both their bodies into the trunk of his Ford Galaxy and returned to his apartment. He got pulled over on the way back with the two bodies in the trunk by a cop because he had a broken taillight. The police officer did not detect the corpses in the car, which, how could you? Yeah. And I'm, you know, here's the, here's uh, this, like on all the... Podcasts and all the shows I saw about Ed Kemper, they always stress this one because it's like, oh man, how do you get away with that? Well, number one, cops are the worst. Yeah. But two, this guy loves cops. Yeah. He hangs out around cops. He knows the fucking lingo. Well, most people who are going to kill somebody that aren't sociopaths are probably going to freak the fuck out. Right. Whereas he's not. No, he's chill. He's just fucking ah. normal day. Like, hey, buddy, you yeah. going to be down at the. What the fuck was the name of that bar? You gonna be down at the judge hole tonight, eh? Huh? I go back there quite a lot and tip a few back with the boys in blue. We be have you know Sergeant Tafferty? Sergeant. Me and him got so drunk last week. I told him his wife's titties were cool. He's like, oh, yeah, his wife's tits are pretty cool. Yeah, man. Just got a couple of fresh fuck skulls in the back. <laughs> yeah. Kemper's roommate wasn't home, so he rushed the bodies into his apartment where he took pictures of the bodies, had sex with the naked bodies, dismembered them, took pictures of the dismembering, put the body parts into plastic bags. He would throw those out near Loma Prieta Mountain. That's why the band's so bad. Yeah. 
It was tainted by Kimber. Yeah. So they made terrible music. Well, I don't think I've ever listened to that shit. It's not good. It's it? like uh, half heart playing Law Dispute, kind of. Uh. You ever heard Law Dispute? Uh. Or Me Without You? Oh, yeah. Where it's just a guy like, I can't believe that I am gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had sexual intercourse with one of my male friends, and I looked at the girl I was dating and said, Sweetheart, I'm gay. Why am I gay? Why? <laughs> I never, it's, I never, I, I don't get that type of. I don't know. Like, Orchid's, Orchid's pretty good. I never listened to that. Well, they're like. Black Flag era DC band of, of like, you know, that type of dork. Yeah. But then the people who just kind of try to keep that going, get out of here. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I like a certain thing, and that yeah. ain't one of them. No, I, I like, mean, I don't like that. I don't like that talk singing bullshit. <laughs> no, I don't either. But that's what Loma Prieta, or however the fuck you say it, is going about it. Didn't know it was a mountain. It all makes sense now. Before he disposed of Peace and Luchisa's severed heads in a ravine, he made sure to have sex with their rotting mouths individually one more time. Nice. In August, Peace's skull was found on Loma Prieta Mountain. An extensive search failed to turn up the rest of Peace's remains or even a trace of Luchesa. He waited all the way till September. September 14, 1972 to be exact, when Kemper picked up a 15-year-old dance student named Aiko Koa. Did he go to Hawaii? I don't know. Well, it's California, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a Hawaiian, though. Sure. She decided to hitchhike to a dance class after she missed her bus. Once again, he went to a remote area, pulled a gun on Koa. She accidentally locked him out of the car hell yeah yeah well get to driving she ended up letting him back inside the car fuck fuck but you know it's just you're 15 yeah and you're scared beyond and then you're like i can't drive yeah you know fuck man i can't drive Fifty-five, go on and lock me up inside your car. Point your gun and show me your nards. <laughs> I can't drive away from this guy. All right. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, dude. That's got to be just pure terror. I'm also thinking about having to find decapitated heads filled with cum. And how bad that smells. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be the worst smell, oh. dude. And you just roll up like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is that? And you, like, go pick up the hair, is and the mouth opens cum? up, <laughs> and it just barfs come out. Ah. Who busted it here? <laughs> this ain't the bathroom I want to take a cum in. <laughs> Who took a cum in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Did I? I remember talking about... We didn't even drink it all last week, but I know I was talking about Love on the Spectrum. Yeah. Did I, because I've been laughing so hard about one of them, because I guess autistic people have texture problems. Yeah. That's what they said on the show. But they were talking about how they don't like 
certain textures, but they really like other textures. But if just one of them like hated shit being wet, yeah. Like, dude, for a little while, I kind of thought my kid was autistic because when he could barely talk, if he got wet, not like in the shower, like if he knew he was gonna get wet, it was cool. If he spilled something on himself, he would spaz. Yeah, just spaz out about mm-hmm. being wet. So I wondered. Yeah, I don't think he is. No, I don't think so. I mean, who knows? He's but, a rocker, man. He just likes to rock back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just hang out. But the, uh, but yeah, the wet thing. But anyway, I just imagine like one of those autistic, one of the level on the spectrum autists gets one home and uh, they start fucking. He's just like, wet? Wet? <laughs> What? <laughs> Who spilled in you? Oh <laughs> man! Hell yeah! It out, dude. Uh, Why is it wet? God. Or it's Ben Shapiro. That's why it feels yeah. good. Please don't be wet. Yeah. What the fuck, man? That guy. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I've never seen someone get roasted more online. You guys getting ready to kill himself? I'm sure. No. Those type of people never do it. Yeah. <laughs> he should. He That'd did make, like put a post that was like, I, "I'm really tired of these jokes people are making about me and my wife." You guys, you think it's funny? Yeah. That I, I'm not having sex with my wife. I am having sex with my wife. We've got two kids. We have. We always have six. Sounds like an auctioneer, dude. Yeah. It's like auctioneering off the fucking gay Bible or whatever. He's autistic. To. I bet. He's wild, dude. Just the way he talks, it's like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah. How are you on the radio? Yeah. yeah. Can you believe? I win. What have a pussy? It gets wet? It's not supposed to be wet. How's there moisture inside of a pussy? Pussies are wet? There's no way. My penis? Bone dry. You never see anything wet coming out of my penis except pee. You don't want pee in your body. You want pee out of your body. That's why you pee in the toilet. You get the pee out of your body. The toilet's wet. That's where moisture is. The toilet. Yeah. You put your moisture into the toilet. The pussy's not a toilet. I don't put my moisture into a pussy that's already wet. It's supposed to be dry. It's weird. <laughs> he just powders him up before he fucks. Yeah. He just sounds like the. Remember micro machines? Yeah. How the guy would be like, it's going to be really small. If you put it in your mouth, it could be a choking house. You could kill yourself and pass away. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like that. Right guy. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old commercials, man. Yeah. We were watching Kool Aid commercials today because Swain got a Kool Aid shirt and he didn't even know what the Kool Aid man was. Oh, fuck. So we we're just watching commercials where he just busted his, oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. That was ruled when I was a kid. Yeah. I love Kool Aid, dude. I love Kool Aid. Still. Still? Love it. I haven't had it in forever. I get the sugar free shit now, but. They got sugar free Kool Aid? Yeah, not the, it's not the same brand. It's like Crystal Light or oh, some okay. shit. Oh, but okay, okay. I, that's love, just, I like Kool Aid, man. That's a gossip woman Kool Aid. I always saw like yeah. old church women who drink Crystal Light. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's dry pussy energy, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, Crystal Light. Yeah, so anyway, back to Koa's murder. She let him back in the car. As soon as he got inside the car, at gunpoint, he choked her unconscious, raped her, and then killed her via strangulation. Kemper packed her body into the trunk of his car and went to a nearby bar to have a few drinks, then returned to his apartment. He later confessed that after exiting the bar, he opened the trunk in his car Admiring his catch like a fisherman, according to him. Oh, my God. I caught a big whopper today, fellas. You see that picture of that girl that fucking took pictures of herself by the lake with all her sex toys like they were fish? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so good, that's dude. That's very funny. 
Back at his apartment, he had sexual intercourse with the corpse, then dismembered and disposed of the remains in a similar manner as his previous two victims. Koa's mother called the police to report the disappearance of her daughter, put up hundreds of flyers asking for information, but did not receive any responses regarding her daughter's location or status. Damn. So, full missing person status. Yeah, missing person status, not to this day because he says what happened to her, but it's always fucking bizarre when somebody is like, here's where I put the body at. That's another thing I've I've worried about with Kemper, not worried about, wondered about with Kemper the whole time because he'll give police direct information like the the two bodies being on Loma Prieta Mountain, for example. Yeah. Here they are, but then they can't end up, they don't end up finding the person, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's probably something ate it, dude. That's true. That's possible. Like but wouldn't there there'd be bones left over and shit? Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know. But I just wonder because, you know, wild it's like, pigs. he's in prison for life. But I know with prisoners of this status, they'll treat them like privileges and shit. Yeah. For information. Sure. And then also, he loves the attention. He loves Where the are those decapitated, cum-filled skulls? <laughs> <laughs> if we don't find these skulls you took a come in. You're not getting any TV this week, mister. Oh, fuck. On January 7th, 1973, Kemper, he had moved back in with his mother, driving around the Cabrillo College campus when he picked up 18-year-old student Cynthia Ann Shawl. Took Shawl to a wooded area, shot her to death with a 22. God damn. That's a tough way to go. Yeah, that's a rough one. Just... Pinging and tinging around inside your brain. Placed her body in the trunk of his car. This time he drove to his mother's house. Put the body in the closet in his room overnight. God. Yeah. Stinky. As soon as as his mother left for work in the morning, he had sex with the body. Took the bullet out of Shaw's corpse to hang on to for a little souvenir. I hope he put it in his the, ass. The, I hope he put her on his mom's bed and fucked her on his mom's oh, bed. You know he did for sure. I mean, that's what you got to do if you hate your mom. You know, <laughs> I'm really getting back at you now, cut. <laughs> Eating a fucking snack pack. <laughs> I'm not like my dad, and I did get some pussy. That's right, mom. You won't fuck dad, but I'll fuck somebody on your fucking bed. Yeah, you. That's right, you, you dumb s- bitch. <laughs> Where's the Pop Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> he dismembered her and decapitated her in his mom's bathtub. Not his bathtub, his mom's bathtub. Uh, okay. Again, there's some there's some intent there. Yeah. Kemper kept Shaw's several severed head for several days. Regularly bone in the mouth, buried it in his mother's garden with her eyes facing towards his mom's room. Oh, a sexual stare. <laughs> Guess what I did, Mom? She's looking at you. <laughs> and I'm looking at you, too. After he was arrested, he stated that he did that because his mother always wanted people to look up to her. Got her. Yeah. Deep one. Blasted. Yeah. Roasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, he no. discarded the rest of Shaw's remains by throwing them off a cliff. Simple enough. Come skull. <laughs> That's a band name, dude. Yeah, for Come sure. Come skull. <laughs> One fine day with a cut and a bust, the skull was born in a street of lust. Come school. <laughs> Come school. <laughs> and your mom's got her nits up. Come school. <laughs> God. Whew. Stinky, man. That yeah. is the stinkiest Stinks, sex man. toy. <laughs> he discarded, yeah, and over the course of the following weeks, every part of her except her head and right hand were discovered by him, went back out on a little scavenger hunt, pieced her back together like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> what can I do? A pathologist determined that Shaw had been cut into pieces with a power saw. Damn. Which, if you get, if you got to do it, that makes yeah way easier. Yeah, I feel like you would every just time, spray dude. every single time. I think about a body getting cut with a power saw. I go back to that time you just shove that video in my face so that guy getting <laughs> cut in half by a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just not easy. Yeah. Just when that chainsaw hits, especially the skin when it starts catching on bones. Shit. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, that really stresses me out. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And I think, dude, I'm telling you, literally every time I fucking think about it. Yeah, I can't do. Those kind of videos anymore, right? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, because that guy's fucking body was just a shaking, man. I had to oh, hold him down, dude. God. And then, dude, the worst part about that video is the other guy's just having to watch his friend yeah. get fucking chainsawed to death. Yeah. Because, like, dude, that's um, what's happening to him next, man. That's what's so crazy. They cut his head off with that dull-ass knife. Yeah. Dude. Crap. Allah is great. No. He's the champion of lords, man. Yeah, dude, because uh, ain't no Christians doing stuff like that. Nah, no. Nah. Oh, fuck. February 5th, 1973, old Eddie got into a heated argument with his mom. God damn it, mom, I told you I like the dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> you got the regular boots, I want the dinosaurs. If I don't get a brontosaurus on my plate by 3 p.m. tomorrow, I'm killing a slut. Yeah. You won't do nothing, Ed. Can we put barbecue sauce in her decapitated mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Dipping it in there, dude. Fucking, ugh. Damn, dude. I need a cup of sauce to take a nug in. Yeah. Give me Chick-fil-A. Can I get some more sauces? I need to take a nug. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is a cool place to take a cum. Oh, yeah. I've, I've came in there. Hey, you <laughs> no, dude. Hey, man, when I got to take a cum, there ain't no waiting. I can't hold it. You know, uh, there's a play place in there, dude. Yeah, but I'm not coming in the pay play place. But it's still in there. You shouldn't so be what? taking to come around the play place. <laughs> I'm not around it. Yeah, you. I'm enough, in a whole dude. other room. <laughs> so I can hear the kids playing. Then everyone in the restaurant stuck between a play place and a gay place. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. He went out to search for a fucking victim. With heightened suspicion of a serial killer preying on hitchhikers in the Santa Cruz area, students were advised to only accept rides from cars with university stickers on them. Kemper had such a sticker as his mother worked at the university. He encountered 23-year-old Rosalind Thorpe and 20-year-old Alice Liu on the USSC campus. According to Kemper, 
Thorpe entered his first his car first. God, dude, I got pizza in my throat. You hear it? Yeah. There's like a hang. Hey guys, it's me, Pizza Throat. Oh. My mom didn't get the chicken nuggets I wanted, so I'm killing a slut. <laughs> what a good excuse to do. Yeah. So I shouldn't call him sluts. I don't mean that. I'm just yeah. Kemper talking it. Yeah, Kemper talk. Because he's not cool about it. Like they were nice, Sharon Worman. Yeah. Yeah. So he added the fucking his mom's university sticker. He rolls up on 23-year-old Rosalind Thorpe, 20-year-old Alice Liu on the U.S. UCSC campus. According to Kemper, Thorpe entered his car first. She said, hey, it's cool. Come on in, Lou. He then fatally shot both Thorpe and Lou with his 22 again, wrapped their bodies up in blankets, back to his mom's place, beheaded them in the car, which that dude, that's got to be a cleanup job, bro. Well, it's also just like, dude, you're a fucking big dude. Yeah. It's hard to even, like, get in a car, much less cut somebody's fucking head off in a car, dude. <laughs> <And> <laughs> much less two people's heads off. Fucking spraying everywhere. God. How are you going to get that done, you know? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. God. Maybe I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Man, I, just, I, ha- I hate cleaning up a mess, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It pisses me off. It's like the dog pisses on the carpet. I'm infuriated. Yeah. So just imagine having a big blood spot in your car. It'd be so weird to get pulled over and you're giving yourself a blowjob with the head, dude, and you get pulled over. What are you doing? I'm taking a cum. Yeah. <laughs> and what? <laughs> it's just my friend's head. My friend let me borrow her head. I think he's fucking a cat. <laughs> my friend let me borrow her head. Ugh. She said I could take a cum in her today. I'll take it back. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Then he took the headless corpses, the entire headless body, into his mom's house to have sex with him. Back to his old tricks, dismembered the bodies, removed the bullets to prevent identification, take a little souvenir. Next morning, he tossed the remains out. Some of the remains were found at Eden Canyon a week later. More were found near Highway 1 in March. When Edward was questioned why Edmund, sorry, Edward is way cooler. I think Edward Edmund. is eight. Yeah, Edmund. Edward's regular. Edmund is this. Yeah, Edmund. <laughs> it's like a pig's name, dude. Yeah, here, Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> Ringing the dinner bell. <laughs> you want some slop, Edmund? <laughs> Slopper. So someone asked him in an interview why he decapitated his victims, and he would explain. This is so funny to me. The, just this. The, the, I'm just trying to. I hate. You're not supposed to set things up that are funny, but the first sentence of this kills me. The head trip fantasies were a trophy. Head, head trip. trip. God. You know, the head is where everything is at. The brain, eyes, mouth, that's the person. I remember being told as a kid, you cut off the head and the body dies. Yeah, man. The body is nothing after the head is cut off. Well, it's not quite true. There's a lot left in the girl's body without the head. Yeah. Like a puss? Yeah. We get it. Yeah. You're cool. You know. He's taking a cum and... You won't believe that there's a pussy still attached to the body. You think he he was taking a butt? You think he was getting a little bit of butt, you know? He's probably doing it all, dude. Yeah. He's depraved. (laughs) (laughs) 
April 20th, 1973, after coming home from a party, 52-year-old Clarinel Strandberg awakened her son with her arrival. While sitting in her bed reading a book, she noticed Kemper enter her room and said to him, I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this fucking soft geek is going to want to spill his guts all night. Yeah. Can you please just kill me and get it over with, you fat fucking idiot? <laughs> oh, man. Kemper replied, no, good night. Waited for her to fall asleep. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Before you do anything creepy. <laughs> yeah. Pass out, Mom. I don't want to have sex with you while you're awake. Yeah. Returns to bludgeon her with a claw hammer and slit her throat with a knife. Damn. Yeah. You know he was pissed to peeved. Yeah. Right off. He had to cave her in, dude. Wait till you see where I take a come at this time, Mom. Oh, fuck. Decapitated her, fucked her severed head. Literally used it as a dartboard. Hell yeah. Stool's eye. <laughs> God. That's a ton of fun. Are you dude. throwing fucking turd darts at it? <laughs> Kipper said that I put her head on her shelf and screamed at it for an hour and threw several darts at it. And then ultimately I smashed her face in. Damn. Just screaming at it, dude. <laughs> 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 you think he was teary-eyed when he did it? Oh, dude, just a mess. Nuggets! You can't bind the brown sugar Pop-Tarts! Don't suck dick! Get the fucking fruit ones! <laughs> brown sugar ones are pretty good, though. Yeah. I like the blueberry <laughs> ones, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Those are good. The fruit Pop-Tarts are the king. Yeah, they really are. They got a million other variants. Just your classic strawberry, blueberry, frosted. Yeah. That wildberry one. It's good as fuck, too, man. But it doesn't have the crunchy sprinkles on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's where we run into trouble. Like, yeah, it's got some swirls on it, but I like that crunch. Yeah. I like Pop-Tarts, man. They're good. I haven't had one in so long. You know yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, you getting a Pop-Tart? I'm tarting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I ate a Pop-Tart was uh, that time we ate those fucking weed Pop-Tarts, man. Oh, maybe that's why I haven't eaten Pop-Tarts. That's one of the most highs I've ever I been. I was fucking destroyed. Yeah, we just went to a jiu-jitsu seminar. Yeah. Trying to act cool. We were like, oh, I wonder why Eddie Bravo doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> you know you're fucking ripped when you're too high for Eddie Bravo to make eye contact yeah. with. Yeah. And then we dined and dashed on Lambert's. Dude, check this shit out. How many times do you think we dined and ditched Lambert's? Five, six? Uh, five, six, yeah. That guy is a child sex trafficker. All right, good. I'm glad we got him. Yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah, we're going to do it. How is it still open? Their food sucks. That's fucking terrible, man. Yeah, but I, there's something about it. It's just that you just get sides, man. They just keep bringing them out. That is it. That is it. You get black eyed peas, fried okra. Yeah. It's like a shitty Cracker Barrel. Nah, it's it's on par with Cracker Barrel. Yeah. It's about it. their food's a little bit better. Cracker Barrel's breakfast bangs, but their yeah. their other their regular shit's not that good. Yeah, there's some shit on there. It's good. Well, relatively good, yeah. considering it's Cracker Barrel. But if you want like good home cooked food, it's not. It's yeah, good. no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because that's what they serve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even I, I don't. Their breakfast isn't as good as Waffle House. Even. I love Waffle House. Yeah, man. I think it's probably my favorite restaurant, dude. <laughs> I love that place, man. <laughs> that rocks. I love no, it. it. It is the best breakfast food by yeah. far. It sucks, you know. Yeah. But they got it dialed in. 
They do omelets the best, dude. Yeah. It's you know, nice. IHOP puts pancake batter in the omelet? Yeah, it's bullshit. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I don't want that bullshit omelet. That's crap. <laughs> that is crap. Mom! Mom! Mom, they put pancake batter in the omelets and IHOP! <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Come on, Mom! I bet taking a cum in the fucking eggs make them real fluffy, dude. <laughs> what about taking a cum in your mom's eggs? I'm good. <laughs> Those things. Would you decapitate your mom and come in her and take her come in her? No. Okay. I don't want her to see my dick, whether she's alive or but dead. Yeah, dude, there, there's a terrible crime. Obviously, yeah. you know that happened a long time ago. So we can take a little bit of liberty, but there is something at the highest level of humor about cutting your mom's head off, putting it on a shelf, screaming at it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Ah, God damn it, dude. He's just, he just like is on a bad LSD trip all the time. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> like, of the head trip. Yeah. He also cut out her tongue and larynx and put them in the garbage disposal. You ain't saying nothing. But of course, the goddamn garbage disposal can't break down vocal cords. Whew. Which That's Ed crazy. would say, that seemed appropriate. As much as she bitched and screamed over the years, her vocal cords are pretty strong. <laughs> That's probably... Uh, God, he's hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should have done... He's like a, a good open mic comic. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, you know what I've been doing? <laughs> Screaming at my mom's severed head. Yeah. Like, this is pretty funny for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, I, dude, I, that's always how I feel open mics. Like, this dude... There was a guy... That used to come in dressed like a fucking Vietnam veteran, like a young kid. He was wearing like Vietnam, like, you know, the green fatigue jacket. Yeah. Like the Vietnam era one. Yeah. And he'd be all fucking hunched over and like acting Columbine-y. And then just straight up do Robin Williams jokes. Oh, well. Wait, who are other people's jokes? I'm sure. But he's just like, get a lot of lists, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe? Or television. It's just like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. So, of course, I would have to bully him. Yeah. Well. I know he's out there strangling. Oh, man, he snapped. Oh, I'm sure he snapped. Did you see that they found you – know, did you hear about that girl that was missing in Little Rock? Yeah. They found her body, dude. She'd been brutally murdered and shit. Well, they found the guy that did it already. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, man – Like, oh. instantly. I was like, I hope we got somebody on the loose. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> like, dude, I looked up his Facebook right away, and everyone from the whole nation was like – his Facebook was – you know how you get – if you, like, make it private – but then you already have public posts, so people could just comment on his post, and they're like, "You are going to hell, you piece of shit! <laughs> you murdered a beautiful soul." Oh God, that's yeah. crazy though. Yeah, it's just a world where, like, imagine if Ed Kemper had a Facebook when they caught him. I'm good. I don't want to, man. Okay, he's probably just like, yeah. <laughs> he's probably a boomer, dude. Yeah, I fucked her school, but I'm fiscally responsible. Kemper then hid his mother's corpse in the closet, went to drink at a bar nearby, came back, invited his mom's best friend Sally over, asked her if she wanted to have dinner and a movie with him. That's weird. Yeah. But here's, here's why I think it worked, because he said them, like his mom and him, that's probably something that happened all the time, because he lived there on and off for years, so it probably didn't freak her out too much. Yeah. But she came over there, 
That's weird that you just get a call from your friend's son. Come on over and have dinner. Yeah. But here's what here's the deal. As soon as she showed up, he grabbed her by the throat and strangled her to death. And he said that he did that so that way he could use the cover that him and his mom or his mom and, and Miss Hallett had gone away together on a vacation. So he put her corpse in a closet, obscured any outward signs of a disturbance, and left a note to the police. It read, approximately 5.15 a.m. Saturday, no need for her to suffer anymore at the hands of this horrible, murderous butcher. It was quick, asleep the way I wanted it. Not sloppy and incomplete, gents. Just a lack of time. I got things to do. Crap. <laughs> Afterward, Kemper fled the scene. He drove nonstop to Pueblo, Colorado. Yuck. I've never been there. Real shithole. Yeah? Yeah. Taking caffeine pills to stay awake for over a thousand miles of driving. He had three guns with him, hundreds of rounds of ammunition. He believed that he was already the target of an active manhunt. After not hearing any news on the radio about the murder of his mother in Hallett, when he arrived in Pueblo, he found a phone booth and called the cops. Then he confessed to the murders of his mother in Hallett, but police did not take the call seriously and told him to call back later. Damn. They're like, who's this? Kemper from the bar? Shut up, you fucking dork. <laughs> you didn't kill anybody. What's up, tits? <laughs> dude, that's the worst thing to say to a guy. Yeah, yeah. That'll get you, dude. That'll yeah, hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, because that boy has some tits. Yeah, but yeah. I remember, dude, someone would say shit like that to me as a kid, and that would cut me. Oh, yeah. What's going on, titties? Like, oh, oh, I hated being called bitch tits when I was Time a to kid. fight, man. Yeah. I don't want anyone else to ever say this to me again, so yeah. I got to swing on you. Yeah. <laughs> Have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, at one time, like, one of the most irrational things I ever did when I was young is, like, this kid's like, I didn't realize your tits were so big until I saw you in that shirt, and I just swung on dude instantly. Oh, like, the sentence barely left his mouth, and I had to hit him, dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just probably fucking yeah. eyes full of tears. Yeah. No! <laughs> I can't help it! <laughs> yeah, I told a kid he had bigger tits than this girl we went to school with. Yeah. He overheard me tell other people that. Yeah. And his dad was a football coach. So, of course, I got called to the office, and I was like, what? I didn't even do anything. I didn't even know what the – I wasn't expecting shit, man. Yeah. Sure enough, I got my ass whooped. By your dad? Oh, my dad. They called my dad and asked if I can get, a, get an ass whooping. Whoopers fucking earth. Yep. It is a good beat burning. That's probably why I got boy. back problems now. Spring dirt board. For getting spanked at school? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Blow his back out. Lois. <laughs> Break it. spanked at school again. You got spanked in high school? No, I was in uh, middle school. That's crazy. I got spanked like every fucking week in school, dude. <laughs> yeah, they had it at the school I went to for a little bit, but, you know, it was a Christian school, so to do it in public school was crazy. Oh, man. It's that old country school, man. Yeah. They beat the shit out of me. Yeah, but, you know, you did deserve it, so. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say it was the wrong thing? Yeah. 
I pissed on a plant in math class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else are you supposed to do at that point but whoop your ass, man? <laughs> yeah, dude, I was a mischievous, man. Yeah, I loved being mischievous. So several hours later, Kemper did call back. He asked to speak to an officer he personally knew from the bar. And he confessed to the officer of killing his mother in Hallett and waited for the police to arrive and take him into custody. And then he went ahead and confessed to the murders of the six students. When he was asked in a later interview why he turned himself in, he would say, the original purpose was gone. It wasn't serving any physical or real emotional purpose. It was just a pure waste of time, emotionally. I couldn't handle it much longer. Towards the end there, I started to feel the folly of the whole thing. At the point of near exhaustion, near collapse, I just said to hell with it and called it all off. All right. Weird, dude. Yeah, you can't just call coming off, dude. Yeah. I'm coming, come. I want my come too slow. I'm tired of fucking holes. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever. Yeah, no. He was indicted on eight counts of first-degree murder on May 7, 1973. Due to his explicit and detailed confession, the council's only option was to plead not guilty by reason of sanity to the charges. Try to commit suicide twice when he was first put into custody. And went ahead and put him on trial October 23, 1973. The court-appointed psychiatrist found Kemper to be legally sane. And I would agree with that. Yeah. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Oh, yeah. One of the psychiatrists investigated his juvenile records and the diagnosis that he was once psychotic. He also interviewed Kemper under truth serum. LSD, brother. Hell yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Head trip. Head trip. <laughs> he relayed to the court that Kemper had engaged in cannibalism, cooked and consumed... Strips of flesh in a casserole. Damn. Yeah. That's what you do when you live with your mom. I'm, ready. I'm cooking tonight. It's a casserole. Give me this King Ranch chicken casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, he determined that Kemper enjoyed the prospect of infamy associated with being labeled a murderer. And he did. He truly did love it. Kemper would later recant the confession of cannibalism. November 8, 1973, the six-man, six-woman jury deliberated for five hours before declaring Kemper was sane and guilty on all counts. He asked for the death penalty, requested death by torture. Damn. Please torture me. Torture me so I can come one more time. <laughs> one more bus, please. Please. <laughs> However, with a moratorium placed on capital punishment by the Supreme Court of California, he instead received seven years to life for each count, with these items to be served concurrently. He was sentenced to the California Medical Facility, where he stayed until he fucking died. You know, he also holds the record for the most... uh, Audiobooks ever recorded. He read audiobooks the whole time he was in prison. He yeah did tons of books. He was busy. Yeah, I mean he like made a whole career. 
He got paid for doing audiobooks, paid for doing interviews. I mean, he was willing to sit down with anybody. And he didn't have anyone in his life to, like, pass on wealth to. Yeah. So it was out of pure indulgence. Whew, man. Comes Coles. <laughs> I picked a devourment song I can't think of right now. Nice. You know, but. Well, you good. might remember from the last one. Yeah, it's on the last one. Good job, buddy. I know. I had it in my head. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to forget. And then no I, problem. Then I forgot. Devourment rocks. Yeah. We can attest to that. Abomination Unseen. That's There you go. It. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, sponsors. We got uh, CavemanCoffeeCo.com, DMD20 at checkout. Get you 15% off. And I have had a bunch of people sending me pictures of their packages from Caveman. I'm not trying to slight you by not remembering or anything like that, but I do know for a fact that uh, my guy Osme Osborne got a bunch of it. Um, Andy got a bunch. Yeah. And I, f- I fucking like... Caveman Coffee a bunch, or I wouldn't be peddling it to you. Yeah. So, enjoy that shit. JR got some, and he didn't like it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Well, he got the wrong thing. Oh. Then, of course, we've got a beerbong.com. If you want some fucking sweet tools to get beers down your fucking gullet faster so you can get your brain spanked, Yeah. go on over there at beerbong.com. DMD20 gets you 20% off. They got a badass keychain, shotgun keychain that we use all the time. Got the shotgun champ and beer bongs galore. Yep. I hope you guys like that one because uh, it's always fun to dive into a big old serial killer. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let us know. On any of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook is better if you join our group. We got a lot of fun going on in there. Some good meme posting. Instagram is where we're the most active. All of those can be found at Death Metal Detectives. We'll see you guys on the fucking internet. Roar.